Hi, you're listening to the Let's Talk About podcast. Hey y'all and welcome to or welcome back to the Let's Talk About podcast. I'm your host Mimi Johnson. If you're new here and if you're not, welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. It has been a minute. It's really been a minute because when I tell you the reason why I haven't been consistent with my podcasting is all due to school. It's all due to school. Like there's there's no other excuse but the fact that I'm consistently busy with school and I have to make my academics a priority first before the podcast. So I really do miss talking and making episodes, but because school is almost over, I now have a little bit more time um, to film and record. Um, But in the summer, I'll be on my game. You'll get a new episode every single week. But today's topic is about beauty, all about beauty standards, beauty culture, hair, everything, the industry, um, because I feel like it's a really important conversation to have. It can also be like somewhat lighthearted, but um, I do just have some stuff that I want to talk about just related to beauty. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before we get into that, I'm just going to give you a little life update. So basically, while I've been gone, I've been just bombarded with so much schoolwork. Um, now that the school year is coming to an end, my last day of school is June 5th, which is right around the corner. I only have 11 more school days, which is crazy to me. I'm already about to be graduating and wow, that's it's really crazy. Life is moving so fast, but I'm so grateful for every single step of the way and just having the people that I have around me. Um, Yeah, so basically I just have a bunch of work, like assignments, or projects rather like I have a psych project I have a I have several presentations an English presentation a science presentation um and a psychology presentation and a paper in history and I had a test a week ago a really big test that didn't do my best on um but it's okay it, it it's really it's fine um and uh what else I got my prom dress and I'm super excited about prom and pre-prom and then the prom party and the food because the food options that they gave us were really good i really just hope that they play some good music though because it's not gonna be as fun if the music isn't you know good music fingers crossed that everything works out oh i just had my senior skip day um so i know a lot of schools have this sort of tradition or like any senior traditions in general but i had my skip day on tuesday of this week and My whole grade basically went to Central Park and just hung out there. And then afterwards, my friends and I, we just did our own thing. Like, we just went to Shake Shack, had some good food, some good laughs, some good conversation. We have um, Spirit Week next week at my school, so each day is a different thing. Oh, Monday is, like, wearing any school merch that you have. Tuesday is Decades Day, which I think was kind of repetitive because we did already have a decades dance where we dressed up i would rather have had a senior citizen day like where all the seniors dressed as old people um i just feel like that would have been more fun but wednesday is i'm not sure but i know that thursday is anything but a backpack day and friday is dressed like a teacher in the school so um i already know which teacher i'm going to be dressing up as so that should be really fun and yeah i think that's all that's really going on my going on in my life right now so now let's get into today's topic which again is talking about beauty beauty standards beauty culture and the industry 
everything related to beauty. So let's talk about it. The first thing that I kind of want to dive into is beauty standards as a whole. So as we know, in different places, different locations, different cultures, there are different beauty standards. And I feel like in, I'm going to speak from my perspective, in the United States, there is, there tends to be a beauty culture and beauty standard where people want certain features in order to find themselves more appealing or beautiful. And I noticed this from a very young age, even when I should have been not focusing on beauty. And being that I am a Black girl in the United States, I had to kind of find my own beauty. And I don't, I'm going to explain more about what that means because I know right now it doesn't really make sense. But from a young age, I always saw commercials of women with long, straight, bouncy hair um, in all the commercials and all the magazines, and even um, other Black women around me had relaxed hair or straight hair. And my parents, they did not relax my hair, perm my hair or anything. They didn't do anything to it. They just left it natural. So I have naturally very curly hair, as you can see if you're watching this video. But as a young girl, I struggled with finding my own hair beautiful. I had a bunch of friends who didn't have the same hair type as me or texture as me. And I would always like doing their hair in braids and it was like long, straight. But my parents always recall this moment where I asked, why isn't my hair straight? Um, So as a young girl that, mind you, my mom also had straightened hair, but she didn't decide to straighten mine. So I asked my parents, why don't I have straight hair? Because I kind of thought that maybe something was wrong with me and maybe I wasn't as beautiful as people who did have straight hair. And I don't exactly remember what my parents told me after I asked them that, but I do remember asking that. And that's kind of sad in a way because as literally a four or five-year-old you should be focused on having fun with your friends not worrying about your appearance but it was something that was very present in my life and I felt like I needed an answer to that. One thing that my mom did was she cut off her hair to prove that beauty wasn't within the hair but it was more about what's on the inside and just you know, hair did not matter. And I mean, that was very brave and bold of my mother to cut off her hair to show as an example of what beauty meant. And I always found my mom beautiful. She's still beautiful to this day. Love you, mom, because I know that she listens to my episodes. I'm really grateful that she did such a strong thing like that to prove something to me and not to make me feel like something was wrong with me. But I will say that as I grew up, I didn't like my hair. I did in different styles. My mom helped me. And I look back on the photos. I'm like, wow, I really, my hair was cute. You know, my hair was cute. I grew an appreciation for my hair. Then in fifth grade was the first time that I had straightened my hair. Not permanently. Just I went to the salon and they, you know, did the whole like blow dry, flat iron. And it was for my fifth grade dance. I just wanted to try something new. My dad wasn't so on board with me straightening my hair, but my mom was like, it's okay. She can just do it once and, you know, see how it is. So I did. And I won't lie, it was fun. It was fun to just explore different hair texture because I was so used to my curly hair. Um, It was a fun change. It was very temporary. Like it only lasted a week. But one thing that did stick with me was that one day after school, when I was heading to um, my after school program, um, there was one of my peers um, and we were 
being seated to get on the bus to go to the after school program and he came up to me and he's like you know I really like you better with straight hair and to this comment I I really didn't know what to say I was conflicted I was like well I mean I was always wearing my curly hair and I didn't think that there was anything wrong with it and that kind of really hurt my confidence and especially that this was coming from a boy and you know a boy is just not like a not that you can't be friends with boys but it's different it's like oh they're actually looking at your appearance and like judging you based off of it because none of my other friends had ever said anything like oh I like you better with your straight hair versus curly so just the fact that he said that he liked my appearance better now that I had straight hair kind of just rubbed me the wrong way he might have not intended it to be like that we were both kids it was fifth grade you know but internally that made me feel some kind of way like oh maybe straight hair is better and is considered more beautiful and is normal and all these different kinds of things now from fifth grade going to sixth grade and up i attended or am still attending because i haven't graduated um a predominantly white institution where there was a lot of people who did not look like me when I entered into my school, there were probably only six black kids in my grade alone. In the other grades, I don't really remember, but it was still very few in each grade. So it was the first time I was coming to an environment such as this because my elementary school, it was a lot more diverse. Um, there were a lot of different cultures and backgrounds and religions. And then I entered into this predominantly white institution. Not that that's a bad thing. It has offered me a great education and I love it there. I made some really good friends there. But it was sort of a culture shock because now not only did I feel not as confident in myself because now I thought my appearance was there was something wrong with my appearance. But now I was going to a school where a lot of people who did not look like me cannot relate to certain things that I would be able to relate to with my other friends. And it was a culture shock. Um so in sixth grade I wanted to fit in so bad. I wanted to wear every what everyone else was wearing. I wanted to straighten my hair again. Um, mind you, my dad was not happy about me wanting to straighten my hair, straighten my hair. I remember in seventh grade when it was bar and bat mitzvah season, um, I was getting invited to a lot of bar and bat mitzvahs. And that was also a culture shock because I was like, wow, these people have money, <laughs> like real money. The parties that they were throwing were extravagant and nothing like I had ever been to before and I'm actually really grateful that I was able to experience that um, because it opened my eyes to a, a different world a different perspective otherwise that uh, like if I hadn't gone to my school that I go to now I wouldn't have been able to experience I remember there was one um, bat mitzvah that I wanted to go to and I wanted to have my hair straight and so I went to the salon and she the lady cut off a lot of my hair mind you my hair when it's in its curly form it's shorter so when you straighten it it's longer but you can't cut off a bunch of it or else it's not gonna look the same when it's curly she straightened it i didn't end up going to the bottom that's why i think it was like traffic issues time whatever but i felt pretty again i felt like i could assimilate into the culture i could fit in and that's that was really sad feeling that without having my hair straight that I was ugly that I couldn't compare to the people who were surrounding me um and so I just started to from there which it hit a peak in ninth grade 
uh, where I just did not have any self-esteem. I did not feel like I was pretty at all. I always told myself, oh my God, I'm so ugly. Uh, no one's ever going to like me. Um, I have acne. I I have, I, I don't have the same clothes. I can never be like this. I can never look pretty, which is really terrible and really sad and every time I think about it I'm like why did I do that to myself I think partially what it had to do with was a learning curve of like getting comfortable with my identity and who I am and realizing that I have my own beauty and I don't have to compare myself to anyone else because I know that I'm beautiful the acne part that's just puberty like everyone goes through acne. I mean it's not everyone some people don't and they're blessed um but I did have acne not that it was terrible but it was an, it was an occasional few bumps here and there um and I just thought that was like the end of the world for some reason but when COVID hit and I was alone in my room for majority of the days because we weren't allowed outside not allowed but you know no one was going outside that's when I had a lot of time to self-reflect a lot of time to improve on myself and my mindset and my habits um I stopped calling myself ugly because I'm not ugly I don't think anyone's ugly beauty is very subjective to begin with but I started saying affirmations to myself like I'm beautiful I'm pretty I'm gorgeous I'm smart I'm intelligent I'm confident I'm all these different things that made me feel empowered um I remember there was a song by baby Tate like I am healthy I am wealthy I am rich I am that I'm gonna go get that bag and I'm not gonna take your you know what I mean um so that was a song which really encapsulates like the affirmation sort of vibe and I think that came out around that time too so I was definitely listening to that it was making me feel empowered it was making me feel pretty um and I started to really just embrace my curls and my natural my natural hair I mean I was really heavy on watching the natural hair community on YouTube um, and learning how to do my hair in styles that would that I would like to see my curly hair in. Um, I started doing a lot of twist outs. I started learning how to braid and like really do my own hair. And I feel like, especially in the US, there is so much emphasis on hair. Hair is a big part of beauty. When you see people on the red carpet, when you see people on movies, television shows, like their hair is laid. There's not, everyone looks like perfection, no matter what hair texture it is now. Hair is a big beauty, a big part of the beauty industry. I mean, people will, some people say they can't live without their hair and that's how important it is to them, maybe for cultural reasons, but I know a lot of people think that they would just look ugly without hair, but that's not the point. The point is I took that time of COVID sitting in my room to learn how to love myself and love the beauty that I had within myself. Now, I think I'm gorgeous. I think I'm beautiful. And you should think that too. So if you clicked on this, this episode thinking, oh, I'm not pretty. I'm not beautiful. No one's ever going to like me. Why are you even questioning? You are beautiful. And if no one has told you that, I'm here to tell you that. You are beautiful. You are gorgeous. You are fantastic. You're amazing. You're you're breathtaking. And I need you to believe that because it took me a long time for me to believe that myself. And once you start believing this about yourself, you will feel the effects of those beliefs. You will think that you are beautiful. Um, so that was just like my little story about my hair and how that translated into like beauty. I mean, hair products are super expensive. Like hair is such a big part of the beauty industry. Like I said, there's so many hair products. There's always marketing of new hair products. There's always different ways of how to do your hair, different techniques, different treatments, different this, that, and everything. 
all there's so many salons hair braiding is expensive any sort of if you want to get wigs weaves if you want to have a blowout you want to um, have a curling iron like all these tools equipment to do hair it's so expensive and I think hair is a really big part it does tell a story in a way and it can be a part of your identity some people love being with short hair and that's just them they just like short hair some people like long long hair they want to be Rapunzel and that's great even within the different hair communities there's a standard of how the hair should look speaking of hair I feel like this is just about hair at this point but I am writing my history semester long paper about black women and their the history of hair from the time of slavery to modern day era now with a focus on the civil rights movement but I'm not really going to get into what my paper is about but um, now that I've been like researching it a lot, like I realized a lot of it has to do with appearance makes you more respectable. Um, and it's a history of just like there was a history of trying to assimilate, um, like black women trying to assimilate to white women's beauty standards and ideas. Editing Moonbe here just to pop in. I also wanted to mention that for a lot of black women, the fact that sometimes in different workplaces, natural hairstyles are not accepted or their hair is not respectable, it's not professional. That's also another struggle that people have to deal with in terms of like the history of just like black hair in general. Just wanted to add that in here. That's a whole different issue in itself. We could go deeper into that in like a different episode, but I just wanted to make sure that I included that because I think it's really important to understand how hair is such a big issue and especially when it comes to black women and their hair and how they maintain it and protect it or whatever style that they want to do honestly i feel like every person should be able to wear their hair whatever way they want to nothing is unprofessional and i had to get out of this mindset too or this phase of oh having my curly hair out isn't formal it's not professional um because it's literally the hair that grows out of my head naturally so if you're telling me that oh well you can't wear that because it's not professional um excuse me mm -mm, I don't think that's how that works but anyways I could go deeper into that in a different episode um but I'll just continue on with what I was saying before deals and a lot of beauty standards that we do have are westernized um are Eurocentric based features a lot of people want sm smaller noses with like a little point it's so crazy how beauty standards evolve and change and there's so many different trends because I don't want to call anything like I don't want to say body trends I don't want to say like appearance trends but there are these different phases of what people want to look like and a lot of celebrities do shape the way that people think about their appearance so I'm going to use Kim well, not Kim Kardashian specifically, but like the Kardashians as a whole. I know that Kim Kardashian was really known for her body and having that hourglass figure. Prior to the modern days, it used to be a bad thing or something considered ugly if you had a big butt. Um, <laughs> and this goes all the way back to um, Black and African people who um, do naturally have or a lot of them do naturally have um, curvier bodies and different features. So this goes all the way back to Sarah Bartman. And if you don't know who that is, um, basically, she was from South Africa and she was brought to places in Europe like Britain, Paris, Ireland, in Belgium in the 1800s from 1810 to 1815. And basically, she was exhibited as like a human zoo um 
and she was dressed naked. She had sometimes she was shown with no clothes, or sometimes the clothes that she had on were very revealing. Um, and basically, people would observe her and look at her because she had a large bottom, um, and her body shape was not like anything that would compare to Eurocentric um, or white people's bodies. And she was very, she was treated very inhumanely and just displayed for her body. And she was put on display because people were curious and um, she was put in different like exotic exhibitions. Um, So like she was just kind of paraded around these people and prodded at. She was just treated very inhumanely, but it stems all the way back from that. And it was looked at as a bad thing if you, even in, if you see um, sitcoms like Moesha from the 90s like you'll see that people believed or like in older movies like you'll see that oh having a big butt is a bad thing but then all of a sudden when we came into the 2010s era right i don't i think that's when it started that's when people wanted to have bigger butts when previously a lot of people who did have bigger butt they would be shamed for it but now it's uh considered beautiful or like more sexually appealing to have a bigger butt and then people are doing procedures like having bbls done and and sometimes it's it can be really unsafe the way that they're getting these procedures done and i'm not advocating that you don't do anything to your body you can do whatever you want to to make you feel beautiful um i'm just discussing like the beauty standards beauty ideals um stuff like that but if that's what makes you feel beautiful go ahead because i'm not going to tell you otherwise um, I the only thing that I will say is to try and be safe about what you're doing to your body because you do not want to end up having any problems or issues later on. So that's one example. And then another thing was having larger breasts. Um, people were getting breast implants because because people were feeling insecure about their chest size. And again, you can do whatever you want to your body. I'm not telling you otherwise. When beforehand, um, having a larger breast was promiscuous it was like you were seeking it um it was not considered a good thing to have um again another example is having big lips which these are all common features among black or african women that's just naturally how a lot of their body types are now we see people getting lip injections to make their lips fuller to have the the effect of plump full lips when previously um, if you had like big lips, you were made fun of. Um, and this also stems back to like slavery and minstrel shows in the sense that in slavery, like if there were any runaway slaves, um, advertisements would be posted with exaggerated features to like big lips, a big bottom. The depiction was just very negative. Um, but it's crazy how everything turned around and now we have different beauty standards and of course beauty standards um differ in different places so if you go to asia the beauty standard there is different from if you go to latin america or the beauty standard is different if you go to europe or if you go to africa i was gonna say antarctica but no one really lives there and within different cultures too um like getting a native hawaiian tattoos is a part of their culture and that not necessarily considered beauty but that's something that belongs to that culture and whereas if you go to africa there's the different ear 
uh, I forgot what they're called, but not they're not earrings, but like the ear. I don't know if you you know what I'm talking about, but the ear accessory that they put inside the lobe of their ear to expand it that is a beauty culture not a beauty culture that's part of a cultural experience and um in many different cultures there's different ways to express beauty and how beauty is expressed so again this is why beauty is so subjective there are so many different standards of beauty one thing i want to say is that i really appreciate how far diversity has made it in terms of the beauty industry i still feel like there's a lot of work to be done but it's good to see a lot of different representation of all body sizes of all skin tones of all hair types of all different sorts of bodies abled bodies or disabled bodies just having that representation i think is very important it is not showing one sort of beauty it's not showing one beauty standard it's showing every single kind of beauty which i think is the best thing so everyone feels represented because if if we were to only have one model of what beauty is then people would be like oh i don't feel beautiful because i'm not being praised to the same extent that that one model of beauty is being praised i don't have those features i don't have this i don't have that but I feel like the beauty industry has come a long way and there could, there's still room for improvement. Definitely, I will say that. Oh, another thing I wanted to touch on was colorism, which is a really big thing um, in the beauty industry, actually. And if you don't know what colorism is, colorism is any discrimination or prejudice based on skin color. So this can happen within different ethnicities and races. Basically, discrimination against the darker skin tone within that same ethnic or racial group. So um, there's a lot of colorism in the Black community, a lot of colorism even in the Latin American community, um, even in Asian communities too. Like if you have um, darker skin, you're not considered as beautiful as if you had um, more paler skin so that's another factor of beauty that has a big role um oh i think it's especially prevalent in a lot of indian culture too and being featured in bollywood movies i remember watching this video with my dad and it was about colorism and how they chose the lighter skin actress instead of the darker skin but it was just based on skin tone it wasn't based on skill or anything else like that it was just based on skin tone another thing that i wanted to add was um, skin bleaching is a really big thing um, in a lot of countries where there are people of color because colorism permeates the beauty culture in those countries, in those um, continents. So if you don't know what bleaching is, it's basically using chemical products to lighten your skin, which can cause a lot of different things like cancer and other skin problems, but it's prevalent in um, countries where people have more melanin in their skin um, and they believe that having lighter skin will offer them more opportunities, um, makes them look more beautiful, um, and it's just like ingrained into the beauty culture. Um, I know it's a big thing in Nigeria, there's a lot of skin bleaching, but it's, it's everywhere. Um, in places like Asia, there's skin bleaching, a lot of skin bleaching products in general um, that have the worst ingredients in them, but that's what they believe will make them more beautiful, will make them more respectable, will make them more uh, just appealing in general. Um, so I just wanted to add that in too. Colorism is a big thing, but I feel like slowly, gradually, we're, we're trying to combat that. And honestly, I really think that there are so many different beautiful people and so many different shapes, 
sizes, shades, hair types. Like, I feel like there are so many beautiful people and diverse people. Everyone's beauty should be appreciated. And don't feel like because you're not receiving a certain type of attention that you're not beautiful. You are beautiful. You're If you want to find that one person one day, you are going to find that one person one day. Um, so don't get down on yourself and start calling yourself ugly. You are beautiful. You're amazing. I feel like I should just like name a few people that have really made me appreciate my beauty. One is my mom. Love my mom so much. And she has been a big inspiration for me and finding my beauty. In terms of like celebrities and stuff, I will say that Chloe and Hallie are two people that I really recognize for their beauty because they wear their hair in locks and you don't see a lot of female celebrities with uh, locked hair. And I've seen the way that their stylist puts together their ha- their hairstylist puts together their hair and they do all different kinds of hairstyles and I'm like, wow, that is beautiful. It It just it's so creative it's such an expression of creativity and just experimenting with beauty and i think they are some of the purest souls and they're very sweet from what i've seen um and so they've been a big inspiration in terms of my beauty and in, in recognizing my own beauty as well i know um a dude a catch she's a model i she i don't know if she specifically models for vogue but she does a lot of different like high end fashion shows and she's featured in Vogue a lot as well as Anokia. Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Yeah, they have beautiful skin tone. It's so dark and so beautiful. Every time I see them I'm like, wow, they are such beautiful human beings. But then again, I um they really inspire me a whole bunch. Um but I I think there's so many different beautiful people. Um literally every day like you come across beautiful people yeah i I just i feel like there's so much beauty there's this whole like wait can we just talk about this is so off track but can we just talk about um how beautiful the earth is have you seen like these different places on earth that you're like that exists it's so beautiful like nature's creation is amazing we were created all of us human beings were created we are beautiful people the earth is beautiful just an appreciation of nature you know like so um okay i think that's it for the today's episode i just wanted to talk about beauty i just wanted to give my little story i just wanted to make you feel beautiful thank you so much for listening until the end if you enjoy this episode or the rest of this podcast please give it a good rating and leave a review um and if you want to stay up to date with what i'm doing you can follow my main account, my personal account, which is at Movie Johnson. Just that's it. Um, you can also follow the podcast Instagram at let's underscore talk underscore about podcast. And there's also a TikTok, a Pinterest, um, a YouTube channel where I post the videos to the episode. So if you want to go watch the videos, you can go ahead and do that. I have a YouTube channel. I also have a main YouTube channel. So like you can literally find me anywhere. Um, also, this is like a plug for me, but if you're looking for a new YouTube channel to watch this coming summer, I will be posting videos weekly. I'm going to say weekly, maybe every week and a half. I'm going to start my YouTube journey. Um, so you can subscribe if you want to. No pressure. And yeah, so thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope you feel beautiful because you are. Remember that you are beautiful. I'm going to say it even louder for the people in the back. You are beautiful just the way you are.
Oh, who says? Oh my god, I would love that song. Released in 2011. Who says? Who says I'm not perfect? Who says I'm not worth it? Who says you're the only one that's hurting? Just me. Oh, trust me. That's the price of beauty. Who says you're not pretty? Who says you're not beautiful? Who says? I'm no beauty queen. I'm just beautiful me. And you are beautiful. So I'm going to leave you on that note. And I will talk to you very, very soon. Bye.